You're with SBS Radio. Find more great stories in your language at sbs.com.au. First, Anthony Albanese will explain Australia's vision for the Indo-Pacific during a presentation at a NATO public forum in Spain later today. The Prime Minister is expected to say that Australia's ironclad support of peace and sovereignty in Europe underscores its approach to the Indo-Pacific region. Mr Albanese is also expected to promise that under his Labor government, Australia will defend the values of respect for international laws and territorial integrity. In a thinly veiled reference to China, Mr Albanese will recognise there is a strategic competition and that Australia is not afraid to stand with all the other countries in the region for an open, inclusive and prosperous Indo-Pacific. And war crimes investigators have inspected the charred remains of a shopping mall in central Ukraine hit by a Russian missile strike yesterday. Members of a team of international legal experts have gathered beside the mall in Kremenchuk, briefing Ukrainians wearing uniforms, identifying them as war crimes police. Meanwhile, Russia has continued to deny it fired missiles on the mall. Russia's Deputy Permanent Representative to the UN, Dmitry Polanski, has told the United Nations Security Council that armed forces had struck a military target which must have exploded, causing a blaze that spread to the nearby shopping centre. That is when apparently the idea came to stage a new type of provocation, an alleged strike on a shopping centre in Kremenchuk. In reality, there was no strike on the shopping centre. The Russian armed forces used precision weapons to strike hangars with Western weapons and ammunitions received from the United States and European countries in the area of the Kremenchuk Road machinery plant. And Russia has repeatedly denied it targets civilian infrastructure in Ukraine. Meanwhile, Ukraine is calling for Russia to be expelled from the United Nations, a body that is a permanent member of through the Security Council. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky says Russia does not deserve to remain in the world body and should also be labelled a terrorist state. He says Russia is violating fundamental principles of the international legal order. Russia does not have the right to take part in discussing and voting in regard to the war in Ukraine, which is unprovoked and simply colonialist of the part of Russia. I urge you to deprive the delegation of the terrorist state of its powers in the UN um, General Assembly that is possible, that is necessary, that is fair. And a Truth Commission set up in Colombia as part of a civil war peace deal has delivered its final report, a document which details the horrific impact of the years-long armed conflict between the South American nation's government and militia. The report found that 50,000 people were kidnapped between 1990 and 2018 in the war, often by rebel groups who kept hostages for random. 
ransom rather. It also mentioned that more than 7 million people were forced to flee their homes and that 56,000 civilians were killed by Colombia's armed forces, including 6,300 people who were murdered in remote areas and presented to authorities as rebel fighters killed in action by soldiers seeking promotions and vacation time. The 900-page report is the result of interviews with 30,000 war victims, military leaders, former guerrilla fighters and five former Colombian presidents. And lawyers for Ghislaine Maxwell say they plan to appeal the 20-year sentence handed down to the disgraced British socialite for helping Jeffrey Epstein sexually abuse teenage girls. In her sentencing remarks, U.S. District Judge Alison Nathan said that a significant term was necessary to send an unmistakable message that these kinds of crimes would be punished. But speaking outside the New York courtroom after the case concluded, Maxwell's lawyer Bobby Sternheim said Epstein was the actual criminal who had left her client holding the whole bag. Our client, Glenn Maxwell has been vilified, pilloried, and it left little room for her to be treated fairly because even before she stepped forward into this courthouse, she was being tried and convicted in the court of public opinion. We are confident that she will prevail on appeal. And two people have been charged over a deadly smuggling operation in the United States which saw 51 people perish inside a truck in the southern Texas city of San Antonio. The pair are understood to be Mexican nationals who have been charged with the possession of firearms and being in the United States illegally. 39 men and 12 women died after the truck they were apparently travelling in. It was left abandoned near railroad tracks with dozens crammed on board in hot and dry conditions, with no signs of water or air conditioning. Mexican consul Ruben Minetti says some of the survivors who remain in hospital are in a critical condition. And Scotland is pushing for another vote on its independence from England. Voters rejected independence in 2014, but Scotland's semi-autonomous government says Britain's departure from the European Union means the question must be put to a second vote, since Brexit was opposed by a majority of Scots. Scottish First Minister Nicola Sturgeon says a second referendum would be held in October next year. The issue of independence cannot be suppressed. It must be resolved democratically. And that must be through a process that is above reproach and commands confidence. That is why I am setting out today the actions the Scottish Government and the Lord Advocate will take in the absence of a Section 30 order to secure Scotland's right to choose. And the public servant responsible for giving former Deputy Premier John Barilero a lucrative trade job in the United States has denied any wrongdoing in his appointment. 
Amy Brown, who runs the Department of Enterprise, Investment and Trade, as well as Investment New South Wales, has told the Upper House Parliamentary Inquiry investigating the process that there was a lot of misunderstanding about how these appointments were made. Ms Brown says she has no regrets about approving John Barilero for the role and says that due process was followed. As is customary with high-profile external-facing Band 3 senior executive roles, informal opinions of the responsible minister are often sought and how a candidate presents themselves to the minister is considered. However, final determination rests with me as the employer. In preparing for today, I've taken the time to reflect on the appointment of Mr Barilaro and I'm confident that as the employer of the role of Stick Americas, I have fulfilled my duties under the GSE Act with respect to this appointment. And Uber has signed an agreement with the Transport Workers Union that may lead to improved working conditions for rideshare drivers. The gig economy company and the union have agreed to encourage the federal government to create an independent body which would establish industry-wide standards, including a minimum wage. The agreement also commits Uber and the union to hold further discussions on what those industry standards should actually be. And now to sport and in tennis, Serena Williams has been knocked out of Wimbledon in the first round, going down to French debutante Harmony Tan in the centre court epic. Williams had not played a single match since retiring against Alexandra Sasnovic in the same tournament last year. And in the end, the rustiness of so much time away from the court proved too much. Harmony Tan told fans after the match she was worried at first when she saw the draw. Yeah, it's Serena Williams. She's a legend and uh, yeah, uh, I was like, oh my God, how can I play? And if I can win one game or two games, it was really good for me. (laughs) Well, you'll be delighted to know you did much, much better than that. And now for a look at today's weather for this Wednesday, the 29th day of June. And Perth, mostly sunny, 18 degrees. Adelaide, showers developing, 14. Melbourne, partly cloudy, 13. Hobart, late shower or two and 14 degrees. Canberra, morning frost and partly cloudy, 12. Wollongong, partly cloudy, 17. Sydney, similar conditions and 19 degrees. Newcastle, partly cloudy, 18. Brisbane, cloudy, 21. Cairns, showers increasing, 26. And Darwin, possible rain and 29 degrees. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.